Welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, where every week we bring you new inspiration from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful Hudson Valley, making you an even better gardener. And now, here's your host, Marie Iannotti. Hello, and welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, the show that brings you gardening news and tips from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful valley region. I'm your host, Marie Iannotti. When I worked at Cooperative Extension and answered calls on the hotline, I would always get a few folks calling in to ask what type of fertilizer to use on this plant or that plant. Some would have an entire list of every plant in their garden and ask what the best fertilizer would be to use on each individual plant. I can't see myself doing that. Then again, one glance down the fertilizer aisle, and it's true, they do seem to make a different blend for different types of plants. If you want to take the easy way out, as I do, there are just three things you need to remember about your soil. First thing is organic matter. There's a reason there is so much harping about organic matter. It keeps your soil in balance. While things like compost, leaf mold, and composted manure, all organic matter, don't add a lot of nutrients to your soil, they do wonders for the soil's texture. Organic matter can loosen clay soil and beef up sand, This helps both types of soil handle water better, and they give you that elusive, well-draining, moist soil that is always recommended. Organic matter also attracts all those unassuming beneficial insects and organisms that help break down plant debris into nutrients that are then accessible to plant roots. You can never have too much organic matter. The next thing you need is a nutrient balance. A healthy garden soil should have plenty of nutrients in it so that you don't have to add a lot of supplemental fertilizer. As they say, feed the soil and let the soil feed the plants. Organic matter is a good place to start, but you also need to address the nutrients directly. It's always advisable to get a soil test before adding things you don't need to your soil. But you're looking basically to enhance the three major nutrient needs, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, and some trace minerals. I like to use blood meal for nitrogen, uh, colloidal phosphate or rock phosphate for phosphorus, and green sand or seaweed meal for potassium, which also adds some trace minerals. These minerals won't be readily available to your plants, though, unless you have a good biological system going from the addition of all that organic matter. And finally, you need accessible soil pH. Another thing gardening advice harps on is soil pH, but that's because plants can only take up nutrients if the soil pH is in a range that makes them accessible. You can fertilize all you want, but if your soil pH is too low or too high, your plants won't find it. Most plants are adaptable to a pH somewhere in the neutral zone of 6.0 to 7.0, but some like like blueberries require a definite acidic pH and others like lilacs prefer alkaline. So you may have to do a little reading up and try to put plants that favor a certain pH together so you're not running all over the yard trying to adjust the soil. Better still, find out what your soil's normal, normal pH is and select plants that suit it. Then you won't have to go around amending it all. If you missed any of this, you can find the transcript on the website at www.gardeningthehudsonvalley.com. Soil shouldn't be intimidating. Once you get the hang of it, you'll only need to amend it once or twice a year, which is a lot less work than feeding your plants every couple of weeks. 
Once again, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you'll join me again next week for gardening tips from the most beautiful place on Earth.